is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. How is everybody feeling? Y'all doing all right? I hope so. It's Tuesday. I hope you got uh, an extra cup of coffee. Maybe stayed up a little bit too late last night watching some One Shining Moments. Which, by the way, totally should have been the show intro today, and I just whiffed. I whiffed on it. We'll see if we can uh, work it into the mix somewhere along the way. But, hey, let's get through the rest of the intro first. This is the Workday Red Zone. Thank you for tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. We are all over your radio dial, and additionally, we are online at 953theticket.com. Uh, you can take us with you on the go. What you do there, if you haven't already heard this speech 800 times, is you download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA. Uh, if you want to shout at us, easy enough there, 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And you can always, of course, get in touch with us via social media as well. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to head on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. Uh, somewhere today on the timeline, I've got a KavanaughCars.com question posted. You can find it by using the hashtag WDRZ. I am Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Alex Galbraith, who is with us. I, uh, I didn't get a coffee, but I just had to grab a Diet Coke a second ago to get some little caffeine boost. Yeah. I, I, was, I was struggling this morning. I'm not going to lie. tip-offs have got to go. Oh, it's terrible. And you know, at one point, you know, last night, I felt that the game was moving pretty fast. Like, we were already, like, to the seven-minute mark in the first half. It's like, I've been on for like 20 minutes. This is great. And then, of course, the fouls started racking up. Yeah, it was like 800 free throws. Yeah, everybody, yeah I was like, yep, we're going to be here until <laughs> after 11, no doubt. Oh, but uh, at the end of the day, the college basketball season is over. Unfortunately. Course, yeah, of course, we've got the uh, stretch run coming up for the pros. Yes. And some playoffs as well. So it's not completely um, the end of basketball season, but in terms of college ball, we're done for the next seven, eight months. So uh, more on that, of course, coming up today. We will absolutely be talking about that national championship game. But let's go over some news and notes uh, before we get any deeper into the program. Of course, there was supposed to be baseball today uh, for Arkansas State and Arkansas. The teams were going to square off at Baumwalker Stadium. But uh, due to the threat of inclement weather, um, that game has been canceled. And I don't think anybody should have any issue right now with people erring on the side of caution. So if you purchased a ticket to that game, um, single game tickets can be exchanged for another game based on availability. You have to contact the, the Razorback ticket office for that. But uh, now the Red Wolves are going to return to action Thursday for a Sun Belt series against Troy. Uh, that'll be in Jonesboro at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. Meanwhile, yesterday, the St. Louis Cardinals were unable to cool down the Atlanta Bats and couldn't keep the Braves in the ballpark either at Bush Stadium as they lost to the Braves 8-4. to Atlanta hit three homers and led 6-1 to after just two innings. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt did homer later on in that game in the losing effort, but the teams continued their series tonight at 645 on uh, 95.9 The Wolf. Elsewhere, 
It's the home stretch here for the Grizz. Uh, they're going to be, begin the final week of the regular season with a game against Portland tonight at FedEx Forum. Of course, Grizzlies currently hold the two seed in the Western Conference standings with four games remaining. Tip-off coming up at 7 o'clock here on the ticket. Last night, it was UConn coming up big, uh, winning once again in dominant fashion as the fourth-seeded Huskies, which was clearly wrong, was were able to top the, the five-seed San Diego State Aztecs, 76-59. And again, just a dominant performance throughout that NCAA tournament run for UConn. Uh, we're going to be talking about March Madness for our KavanaughCars.com question today. I want to know, I want to know what is what is going to be your lasting memory of this year's March Madness? I've got a couple of options for you on Twitter. Um, of course, you can answer that it is UConn's dominance. You can also answer that it is the fact that it was a non-blue blood Final Four. Of course. UConn definitely deserves that Blue Blood moniker now, but Miami, San Diego State, FAU, uh, not not what you would put in the the Blue Blood category. Um, Another option that we've given you on Twitter is that your memory of this year's March Madness will actually be the epic women's Final Four, which is pretty daggum entertaining. Or then, if if none of those are going to be your lasting takeaway, you can always comment with something, uh, something else. And, of course, on the phones, uh, you can answer however you like. You're not limited to our Twitter options on the phone. And we look forward to hopefully a lot of phone calls today at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. You know, maybe not. Look, I, when, when you're going to have one last game of the season, any season, any sport, you always hope it'll be something just awesome and compelling and Everybody's going to be freaking out about it the next day, and there's still, yeah, there's there's not a lot of talk around, about this one around the water cooler today. Um, UConn was just so dominant throughout this entire run, and they were too big and too skilled to really be threatened by San Diego State. Now, credit the Aztecs. Uh, we talked yesterday about how that was a, a veteran team, about how that was a team that had you know, played through some adversity uh, this postseason and, and never let the moment get too big. And they certainly put a little scare into UConn uh, down the stretch there. And in fact, even got to within five, six points there in the second half. But ultimately, again, UConn was just able to to pull away. San Diego State didn't necessarily help itself uh, in the early going of that game where they went, what, like 11 minutes without a bucket? Uh, just had an extremely, extremely lengthy scoring drought early. And that ultimately put them in a hole that they were just not able to. Yeah, that was of. the issue. I mean, yeah. th- that first like, four or five minutes, San Diego State was on fire. They couldn't yeah. miss. Uh, hitting some three-pointers, playing great defense like we expected. But like you said, when you go roughly 10 minutes without a field goal yeah. against that UConn team, you just didn't stand a chance. And I think at the end of the game, they showed a graphic. I think the last time San Diego State held a lead was like they were up 10 to 8 with like 16 minutes left. And then after that was all UConn. Yeah, yeah 76-59 as the Huskies are now 5-0 and in national championship games. Of course, all of those national championship game appearances have been since 1999. That's the most for any Division One program in that span. Uh, what the, the cool story is there for the Huskies is that it's it's about the program and it's not necessarily about the coach. 
when you look back and you see other programs over these past couple of decades that have had significant amounts of success, it's always been under one dude. Duke won all their titles over the past couple de- decades over one uh, behind one dude with Coach K. Same things with Kansas. Uh, some other programs as well, but UConn won a title with Dan Hurley, with Kevin Ollie, with Jim Calhoun. So pretty cool stuff there as they've been able to find success no matter who was at the helm of the program. Adamas Inogo ended up earning most outstanding player honors. He had a double-double of 17 points and 10 rebounds. And just, again, a pretty good performance for the Huskies. Not the greatest of games if you're a casual fan. Again, if you didn't have a rooting interest, I am not going to lie to you today. Not going to lie to you. I did not watch every second of that game. I just did not. There were were a couple times in the first half I zoned out. I think I was pretty zoned out at the beginning of the second half, although I, I did have an eye on the score. And certainly it got my attention once San Diego State was able to narrow that gap. But then by the end of it, I was just like, all right, let's just, can we just get to the shining moment? Like, let's just get to one shining moment and let me go to bed. Uh, But uh, again, what is going to be your lasting moment from this year's March Madness? Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm like light on the show prep today. So I'm kind of hoping we can make it through two hours because I had a a mid-morning Sam's run that I I was not planning on. And normally that's something I would do after work, but uh, I had to go get some stuff at Sam's and be able to take it to Central Baptist Church to put it in their trailer to go to win uh, before they left at noon. Now, I want to be clear, this is not on all on me here. Um, yesterday on social media, I made a post asking for donations to help take a supply run to Sam's. I tweeted out a shopping list. And had all the prices and everything on it. And the initial shopping list, I was asking for donations in the amount of $919.48. And uh, to say you guys crushed, that doesn't even begin to describe. Um, I took uh, an initial uh, trip to Sam's last night, filled up the Subi, was able to drop off those, uh, those donations. But then as I was shopping for stuff, you guys continued to donate money. Uh, to the point that even after I took down my my cash app and Venmo and PayPal information, some of you were still finding me and sending me money, uh, which was uh, such an awesome, awesome thing. Uh, because of that, I was able to take a trip to to Harbor Freight, get a lot of tarps, some work gloves, some other things that, that have been posted as items of need. And then, uh, again, an additional Sam's run today. Um, the initial goal, again, was $919 due to your generosity. Today, over $2,300 worth of supplies are, are headed to win because of you and because what you all were willing to donate. I, I just cannot wrap my head around the generosity. It's just so incredible. And I hope if you were able to donate or you've donated to, to another fundraiser or if you've been out volunteering or even if you shared information, um, even if you were unable to, to financially donate and you shared information and that information made it to other people who can. I hope you're giving yourself a, a pat on the back today. Um, of course, it is. It is what, what we delivered today is just going to scratch the surface of what is needed and when. Um, this rebuild is, this is not a sprint. Uh, there are going to be needs for weeks and months 
and years ahead in that community. Um, so there will be continued ways for you to get involved, uh, continued ways for you to donate and volunteer and, and everything else. And so we're going to continue to keep you updated on those because I don't think we're done here at EAB by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so again, we're going to continue to make sure you know on how you can get involved because I know that, you know, this, this community loves, loves its other, it loves its fellow community members, uh, loves its neighbors. And so I know a lot of people are wanting to, to continue to, to get involved. I do want to give a, sh- a quick shout out to, to the Sunbelt, um, which I highly doubt any of those uh, folks are listening uh, unless they're, they're online. But I think I got donations yesterday. Well, I'll go through and, and look at the list in terms of the different fan bases that, that chipped in that, of course, are, are miles and miles and miles away and could not find win on a map. But the, the Cajun faithful, the Georgia Southern faithful, Texas State, James Madison, App State, ULM, uh, as well as ODU and Troy. I know there were contributions from from all of those different fan bases. This is uh, this is a special league, and it's pretty cool to know so many wonderful people that are that are around the belt and that are willing to to help their neighbors, their neighbors that that they don't even know. Um, so again, thank you to everyone who donated. Um, if you did not donate and, and you were hoping to in the future, we will keep you updated. Don't worry about that. But uh, hopefully in the meantime tonight, <laughs> fingers crossed, it'll it'll be okay. Of course, uh, look, once you get into March and April in, in the South, unfortunately, you have to keep an wi- eye on the weather, it seems like, nearly at, at all times. And there is a little bit of a threat of inclement weather. Um, I think the, the tricky thing with it tonight is that it could be overnight. So again, just make sure before you get settled tonight that, You've got the phone on the charger that you do take a peek at the weather one more time and just uh, that you're prepared in case, in case, you know, God forbid anything happens overnight. Maybe just make sure you got an extra flashlight on the nightstand uh, just in case. Um, definitely, definitely want uh, everybody to to be as prepared as possible. But I tell you what, let's go ahead and step aside and take a break. We've got a little bit, a little bit of news. Again, no game today. A little bit of news in terms of uh, coming from A-State uh, personnel news for Arkansas State men's basketball. So we'll get you caught up on that when we return right here on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Riverside Public Schools reminds you that the school choice deadline is May 1st. Visit RiversideRebels.net to learn more about their one-to-one Chromebook initiative and how you can earn a free associate's degree through the READ program. Raise the bar with Riverside Public Schools. In Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Vore's Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vore's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at Vore'sKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vore's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, their passion. After such a wild winter, your lawn and trees deserve some TLC. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service this spring. Broken limbs, storm damage, diseased and dangerous trees, J&K can handle it all from fertilization and treatment to trimming and removal. They'll have your yard happy and healthy again before you know it. Ready for barbecues, tire swings, and running barefoot through the grass. 
Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service today at 897-1329 to get your yard ready for all spring has to offer. J&K Lawn and Tree Service. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 Pizza on Race Street in Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragould. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. This is Senior Corps. 360,000 volunteers age 55 and older driving results through service. Helping communities recover from devastating disasters. Uh, RSVP plays a valuable role. They're still here helping the unmet needs of the community and the survivors of the devastation. Making sure that those who need assistance can remain in their own homes. If I didn't have a senior companion, I would be really lost. (laughs) Tutoring and mentoring tomorrow's leaders. The advantage of having foster grandparents working with the children one-on-one, that's a tremendous benefit. Visit nationalservice.gov or call 1-800-942-2677. This message brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, a brain tumor. St. Jude is helping us put away our fears. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. He has the best chance here. I don't have to worry that how much is that bag of fluid going to cost me? Can I afford it to save my child's life? The donations, they're paying for me to live every day with my son, be stress-free, and enjoy every day with him. I wish there was a word bigger than thank you, more close to the heart, because thank you is not enough. They've given me hope. They've given me my son. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. 76% of employees have struggled with at least one issue that affected their mental health. When you share, you're not alone. Ask about your company's emotional health benefits. Visit heart.org slash sharing. Brought to you by the American Heart Association. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome you back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Alex hanging out with you today. 930-3776, of course, is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communication. Our KavanaughCars.com question today. What is going to be your lasting memory of this year's March Madness? And I mean all of the madness this year. Men's or women's? What is your answer going to be we'll talk about uh, of course continue to talk about last night's game and of course what's next for college hoop throughout hoops uh throughout uh the rest of the show 
but also a couple of A-State updates to throw at you as well. And we'll get to that here in just a moment as we do want to keep an eye on the phones today at 930-3776. And uh, Wade, all right. Hey, Wade, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Hey, doing well. Thank you. Thoughts and prayers to our friends in Wynn and also in Little Rock. My goodness. I hate that. Um, anyway, I know everybody's working hard to get them back on their feet. Um, anyway, um, so your question of the day, my most fun, memorable thing is going to be the women. Okay. Um, they, I, and, you know, the, this thing about Caitlin, and I forget what the other girl's name is where they did the, can you see me? Yeah. Can you see me thing? Yeah. Um, I don't like that, but I don't like it with the guys either, you know? But, yeah. I mean, it's part of the game. Um, uh, you know, I mean, if that's, you know, I, I don't see any difference between the men and the women doing it. You know, if, I, if the guys shouldn't do it, the women shouldn't do it. And if the women shouldn't do it, the guys shouldn't do it. Um, but, but it's part of the game. Um, so, you know, you shouldn't dish out stuff you shouldn't expect to get back because, you know, karma has a way of finding you. Yeah, see, I, you know, so, I, I, I see it differently than you, but I respect your opinion on it because your opinion is the same across the board. You just don't like the, you just don't like the, the smack talk or the, the showmanship, and that's, I, I totally get it. Um, I, I like all of my sports with a little bit of flair to them, so, um, so I agree to disagree, but I, but I respect your opinion because, again, your opinion is the same across the board. Well, I just, you know, and that's the thing. I'm just looking for consistency. To me. You know, watching the game, when I'm watching it, I don't see men or women. I just see people playing ball. And the women were, uh, you know, I've watched in the past, but I, I don't think there's any doubt. Um, this year there was something about uh, the games um, that, I mean, they they played tremendous ball all the way through the tournament. Um, you know, they're athletic. You know, they're competitive. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing – Gosh, I'm looking forward to seeing some improvements, you know, in men's ASU basketball. Um, and I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, maybe a bit of a pipe dream. I'm looking forward to next year when ASU women get to go to March Madness. Maybe the, you know, maybe they have a little bit of swag, uh, you know, when we be in there, being excited and, and be competitive, hopefully be competitive and play. No doubt. So I am. Um, I'm sad that it's over because it's it's like all of a sudden it's like build up, build. It's almost like Christmas, and then it's over. Um, you know, it, it's so much fun to see the little guys compete with the big guys. Um, on the men's side, you know, I don't think there's any doubt at all. Uh, especially through the tournament, uh, UConn was the better team and deserved to win. Um, San Diego State had a great team. FAU had a great team. The Hogs had a great team. Uh, you know, gosh, uh, the Hogs. This was what their third year in a row to be in the Sweet 16? Correct, yeah. I, I think a lot of teams in the country would aspire and uh, would be pleased with that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, congratulations to, you know, they you know they fought well. Uh, they played well. You know, there's always next year. I mean, I, I'd be curious to, to see how many teams in the last, well, in the whole tournament have made the Sweet 16 three, three years in a row. Not a lot of teams, I'm sure. No, that is a that is a minuscule list. I don't even know who else would be on it. I'm I'm sure there are a few, but it would be a it would be a, a an exclusive um, you know, um list. So anyway, I guess now we'll watch some baseball and um, you know, hope we can get some wins there. I'm uh I, I I sure would love in the off season 
I sure would love to hear some type of announcement that they've got a plan for ASU baseball, the field, and different things. Uh, that that would be that would that would make my off season. That would make my off season. Let's cross our fingers, Wade. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, it's got to come at some time, surely. I mean, you know, surely at some point, you know, surely they're working the, you know, the, uh, the the people that are around, the people that have the dollars, and, you know, somebody's going to want to, I think somebody's going to want to step up and out. We just got to keep asking and ask the right people. Wade, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate you guys. Go Red Wolves. We'll see you. He leaves the phone lines open at 930-3776. Let's check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm good. It'll be hard for me to follow Wade, but I'll do the best I can. How's that? That sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, my shining moment for the tournament, the men's, was Arkansas beating Kansas. Um, I don't know. That was that was a game that won't be forgotten by basketball fans in Arkansas for a long time. And we just ran into a buzzsaw with UConn. Like Clint McDaniel said, he said, Miss Lisa, they were under-seeded. And uh, I had no idea. I'll go ahead and admit it. I had no idea UConn was that good because I really don't keep up with Big East games. Mm-hmm. I watch SEC games and... Um, Basically, that's what I watch. So I had no idea when, you know, I was more worried about Kansas. I thought, gosh, if we can get by Kansas, we may win this thing, you know. And then here comes UConn. And I'll give the devil its due. I don't know if they're a devil, but they are good. They were worthy, very worthy to win the tournament. But what I, let me say this. People are saying it's nothing to do for seven months. If you've not ever been to a Razorback baseball game and you think there's nothing left to do with hosting and super rounds and all of that, that's why it's so important for ASU fans to rattle the chains and get the money in there. And and it, what do they call it uh, in Congress? Ear tag it, hog tag it. Oh, I know. I can't think of the word. Yeah. And say this doesn't go to anything else. Earmark it. I there think you go. this Earmark, doesn't yeah. go to anything else. But baseball program, we want to compete to get to go. And get picked to possibly host or go to a playoff game. There's nothing more exciting, I'm telling you. Is there, Alex? No, no. I I, I would say no to that. I agree. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. I guess exhilarating would be the word I use. It's it's. There's nothing like hosting a regional, much less a super regional. I've seen women my age, of course, I'm out. Oh, yes, I'm out, like Caitlin Clark. But I've seen grown women throw purse, I mean, hit the other lady with a purse. 
I saw it, and Jesse said, I don't want to come back to this. He said, grown people don't even know how to act. I said, I know it. I know it. But listen, it's a big thing when you get 15,000 people at a baseball no game. No doubt. It's, it's fun. You can't beat it. And I, my wish for ASU is to get some money in there, somebody, the steel plants, I don't know if anybody ever goes over there and tries. I don't know if they're, I don't know whose fans they are. Memphis fans, Arkansas fans, ASU, I don't know. But, uh, of course, money's tight and you know what else. But anyway, thank you for taking my call. And uh, But that's my highlight of the tournament was beating Kansas. Okay. Thank you, Miss Lisa. Bye-bye. Hey, that was one of the better games of, of the tournament from beginning to end. From beginning to end, you know, there were, um, I need to go back and look overall at how many one-point one point victories there were. Of course, that was a one-point winner for Arkansas over Kansas. You had back-to-back one-point winners for San Diego State. Of course, uh, in the Sweet 16, or excuse me, the Elite Eight and the Final Four. Uh, there are some others along the way. We saw another 16-1 upset this year, of course. A lot of great storylines. But again, we're asking you today, uh, what's going to be your lasting memory of this year's March Madness? We will get you updated uh, on on a little bit of news from A-State. We said that, you know, going into the last break, we'll see if we do that this, this segment or if we lie to you again. But we'll figure that out when we come back. We'll step aside for a moment and uh, be right back after this for more of the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. May corn at 6.51 and a quarter, down six and a half. July down eight and three quarters at 6.28 and a quarter. May soybeans at 15.06 and three quarters, down 15 and a quarter, with July down 17 and a half at 14.77 and a half. May wheat at 6.94 and a quarter, up three quarters. July up a quarter at 7.07. May cotton at 80.26, down 2.12. July down 2.04 at 80.60. May rice at 16.75, down 33, July down 34 at 17. In the livestock complex, April live cattle at 167.93, down 20. June down 58 at 166.65. April feeder cattle at 198.63, down 33. May down 5 at 203.10. April lean hogs at 73.33, down 120. May down 75 at 83.63. That's your noon farm market report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank member FDIC field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Because the challenges you face are getting bigger every year, BASF is committed to helping with more than boots on the ground. We're committed to boots in the mud, boots on the steps of your truck, your tractor, your combine, the linoleum tiles of your coffee shop, the concrete of your co-op, the gravel in your shed. So we can listen, learn firsthand, help right now to ensure success. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. 
Are you thinking of buying or selling land? Then you need a land specialist. Whitetail Properties Land Specialist Chris Bennett is a Northeast Arkansas top land agent and would love to talk to you about why landowners trust him to market and sell their property quickly for the best possible price. Whether you're looking to buy or sell hunting land, farmland, or even a rural home, Chris has the experience and expertise to help you capitalize on the current land market conditions. He also specializes and hard-to-get waterfowl properties in Northeast Arkansas. In this day and in this market, you need a land specialist. Call Chris today for a free no-obligation market analysis of your property or for a private showing of some of the finest properties in Northeast Arkansas. That's Chris Bennett, 870-819-7306, 870-819-7306, or visit whitetailproperties.com. That's whitetailproperties.com. Farmers, Pico Foods is now booking new crop corn and Milo. Now the seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, and they're currently booking new crop corn and Milo with delivery accepted as early as August and at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for, harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet, or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Phone line's still open at 9303-776 on the Rye Fiber Hotline. What's going to be your lasting memory? Of this year's March Madness? It's a KavanaughCars.com question. <laughs> Let's tap on this poll real quick. See what you guys are saying. Um, I know this makes for fascinating radio while I just sit here and hit refresh and wait for things to load. It's just, uh, I can't even imagine how just epic this sounds. Right now, 36% of you going with UConn's dominance, and uh, we'll continue to keep you updated on that poll. You can also vote online at Kara underscore Richie. Let's talk A-State here for a moment. Of course, we don't have any baseball to talk about today, as uh, it's, uh, you know, a little bit of inclement weather. Uh, probably going to be rolling into Fayetteville. In fact, I looked at the Fayetteville weather here just a moment ago, and while it's not necessarily absolutely set in stone that it is going to be awful tonight, uh, it looks like the 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 I guess uh, the highest chance of rain. That's that's the words I'm trying to string together. Uh, the highest chance of rain in the forecast today in the Fayetteville area is well at six o'clock. Which guess what time first pitch was supposed to be for A State and Arkansas. So uh, look, I get it. I uh, would have loved to have seen these teams meet on the diamond, but it is not going to be this year. So, um, you know, ever since ever since uh, UA waived that policy, you know, Coach Van Horn is and Coach Raffo have agreed to meet up. So I would continue to to believe that that game will will be played in the future, but not the future today. 
Uh, let's talk basketball with you here for a moment as we continue to kind of try and, and figure out what the Brian Hodson era is going to look like at Arkansas State. Uh, still waiting for a third assistant to be named, maybe, maybe. But, uh, but of course, keeping tabs on the roster as well. So, over the past 24 hours, have seen a couple of additional portal announcements. Uh, Mac Mansell putting out yesterday on his social media that he would be departing the A-State program. Also, saw a message from Verbal Commits earlier today, or not a message, but a tweet from Verbal Commits as uh, they are reporting that Antoine Jackson has entered the portal as well. So uh, it looks like, again, a couple of additional Red Wolves are going to be Red Wolves no more. At this point in time, that does add clarity on the roster um, in the sense that at, at this point in time, the only update that I have not seen, and maybe I'm just not looking in the right place, I'm not sure, is Malcolm Farrington. Uh, everybody else that was on the roster last year, we've either heard that they are coming back or that they are departing. So right now, the guys that I absolutely know for sure, 100%, uh, based on, on their own social media that are coming back are Caleb Fields, Terrence Ford Jr., Avery Feltz, and Isaiah Nelson. Of course, three of those four players initially put their names into the portal, and then after speaking with Coach Hodson, decided to remove their names. Um, Avery Feltz was never in the portal, but uh, he was one of the first guys to comment publicly on the roster about you know being in support of Coach Hodson and, and having a conversation and liking what he's heard and, and this, that, and the other. So so I, I, I can report that those four guys are, are back, right? We always knew that there would be three players departing uh, due to graduation, and those, of course, were Omar El Sheik, Marquise Davis, and Dylan Arnett. But then uh, the other guys that have, have put names in the portal, um, Julian Luol, Caleb London, Aladine Butayeb, Nicholas Tingling, Dietrich Reeves, Antoine Jackson, and now Mac Mansiel. Um All of those players have announced at some point in time that they were portaling. And, and I, trust me, I could have overlooked it at some point in time that somebody said they were sticking around, but to the best of my knowledge, I have not. So right now, this is an Arkansas State roster that has four, maybe five players on it. So, of course, this is going to be a pretty fascinating recruiting class here for Brian Hodson. I mean, you're looking at minimum eight new guys that are going to be coming into this program next year. And then a maximum number of nine plus, of course, uh, additionally, a walk-on or two that will probably enter the program as well. So we'll just have to wait and see what that, what that looks like. Uh, the portal in the basketball portal is is different date wise than the uh, football portal, um, and in fact, I honestly I can't remember. Do you remember Alex when the portal opened in college hoops? It was sometime in March. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it was it was before March Madness, was it not? Okay. As a full tournament started, I think so. I think so. So we'll say that it was. We'll guesstimate that it was around the first weekend of March. Yes, because I mean, you had. I know the regular season ended on like March 4th or 5th, and then you had conference tournaments mm-hmm. all that next week, mm-hmm. and then the real tournament started. So I'd say somewhere around that, probably right at the re- end of the regular season would be okay. when teams could start entering their names. Okay. And then, so the the college basketball portal is open for 60 days. So we've okay. still got another another month yeah. of, of portal in college hoops. Now, now, that is for players entering. Of course, you can leave the portal whenever. Uh, but uh, just another month for guys to go ahead and put their names in there. And, uh, of course, women as well. 
And then after that, we'll know a little bit more clarity about what the roster looks like. I'm just really intrigued on how how Hodson is going to approach this this recruiting class because again, you got a lot of a lot of spots. So um, he mentioned, of course, in his in his introductory press conference that in this day and age in college basketball, you want to quote stay old end quote. Um, we saw that in very very clear display with San Diego State. He joked also uh, the day of his introductory press conference that the average age of that team was 28, <laughs> which was not true. But but that's that's a team that out of their first out of, out of their top nine guys, I think it was seven seniors and two juniors. Either that or I have that reversed, and it was it was seven juniors and two seniors. But still, that is that is like a that is an experienced an experienced group. There, so will that be his ultimate strategy? Will this be mainly a signing class that is going to be assembled via portal? Um, are there going to be? A, a, will there be a freshman or two out there that he goes and pursues? Or I guess uh, right now a high school senior. Um, how will he repro- How will he approach recruiting in JUCO? Um, of course, he got his start collegiately playing wise, and then also coaching wise at a junior college. So. He clearly has good ties there that he's worked to develop for years and years. And then also, I can't help but wonder. I, I need to. I need to have a conversation with him so I can ask, actually ask him about this. I just continue to wonder what junior college recruiting is like right now. And this is kind of across the board, not just in basketball. With the fact that for years, you know, if you wanted an experienced player and and you needed immediate help at a position, you'd go the JUCO route, right? Like you could, uh, we'll switch sports for a moment and talk football. But you know, if you needed a offensive or defensive lineman to come in who was already physically ready to to play the position, and you didn't want to have to wait for them to redshirt, and you needed you you needed a right guard right now today, you go you go to the JUCO JUCO route, and then clearly that's changed with the portal. So I'm curious now if if JUCO players are more if you can get top tier JUCO talent now. That is a little bit more under-recruited than in years past. I haven't asked anybody that question. I need to find that out. That'd be an interesting an interesting thought. If you can go out and still get great talent, but uh, maybe that's not being as recruited as, as, as heavily as it used to be. If you go the JUCO route. But again, we don't, we don't know. We don't know what that roster is going to look like. It's going to be really interesting to see it come together. Of course, uh, nine um, or eight new faces. We'll be in the mix and a whole lot of production that Arkansas State is, is going to have to replace. Of course, you return your top three guards in Fields and Ford and Feltz. You return uh, your top energy guy in Isaiah Nelson. But you got a boatload of of rebounds to produce. You got just a boatload of scoring and minutes and everything else. To replace. So certainly Coach Hodson will have his work cut out for him in getting this roster together. We do anticipate speaking with him sometime soon. I need to follow up on that. Shame on me for not reaching out about that this week. We'll make sure that happens so uh, very soon. Some way, somehow. Assuming assuming he's not constantly recruiting right now, which could also that could also be a scheduling thing. So we'll see how that unfolds uh, over the next few weeks as well. Clearly he's got he's got some priorities uh, right now in terms of continuing to get settled. But we do anticipate a chat uh, at some point. No doubt about it. Uh, I'm trying to think what other. I had one more additional A-State note I, I wanted to mention. 
And, uh, oh, it comes uh, courtesy of A-State Women's Basketball. That's ID Caleb Garner. Just a stat update with the season officially in the books. Izzy Higginbottom finished the year eighth nationally in free throw percentage. She shot 91% from the stripe. That is insane. She made 102 of her 112 free throws. That is an absolute wild number. Again, I cannot help but be hyped up about that A-State women's squad next year. You return so much talent. You bring in Winter Rogers. At this point in time, you've just had one portal departure. Very few players lost to graduation. So I'm really excited to see them in action. Just across the board. Next year is set up to be an epic women's basketball year, both locally and at the national level as well. By the way, there is an update to the Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese saga. But we're going to take a break before we tell you about it. That'll be on the way next. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Big East is a historical basketball conference, but after the gold rush for TV contracts in 2013, the conference looked unrecognizable. Programs like Syracuse, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame all decided to depart. Well, that was a major blow for the once elite conference, but after a decade of rebuilding, the Big East is officially back. With UConn's win over San Diego State last night, the Big East has now claimed three of the last seven national titles. The momentum doesn't stop there for the once great conference. Villanova still an elite program. St. John's just landed Rick Pitino. Georgetown is poached former Providence coach Ed Cooley. Xavier Creighton and Marquette all were top six seeds in this year's tournament. With the transfer portal taking over college sports, it's impossible to predict how the conference will look next year. But after an impressive season, it looks like college basketball's most historic conference is back as a major player in the world of college basketball. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You know our partners, TireRack.com, you know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stoltz, and let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. 
permission. Make sure you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99 and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed. Crack screen on your phone or tablet? It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. A couple more minutes left in this noon hour. But, hey, let's go right to the Ride Fiber Hotline. And let's check in with Bootsy, who's with us. How are you? Hey, Kara, doing good. You doing all right? I'm doing great today. Thank you for the phone call. Well, my shining moment uh, in this tournament is the fact that women's basketball, in the eyes of more uh, viewers, took a, a, a big step forward. I... Uh, I have friends who are basketball fans, but they will not watch a women's basketball game. And hopefully this uh, this performance in this tournament has changed the minds of some folks like that because, in my opinion, good basketball is good basketball and yeah. bad basketball is bad basketball. It doesn't matter what the gender is. And But what I witnessed during this tournament was a lot of great basketball players. And the fact that you had these personalities in Caitlin and, and Reese that really helped to get even more people's attention. Uh, and the attendance, we all know about the, the viewership that went through the roof. I'm really excited about what this has done for women's basketball and look forward to how it's going to pan out going forward. I'm totally with you, Booty. In fact, this is uh, Alex and I were talking about this during the break. You know, you look around today, and of course there are people talking about uh, UConn and, and San Diego State, but I feel like when I look up and down social media, there are still more conversations out there about Caitlin and and Angel and, and all the different storylines with the women's tournament. There's more people still talking about that than there was a men's game we watched just last night. Yeah, and it's just like what happened when, when Bird and Magic were in college and was going against each other, you know? How all that, how much talk that generated. And I felt like this was the same way. And it was just exciting to watch. The only thing you don't see watching women's basketball is dunks. Well, you know what? That's fine. I'm, I'd rather see a team play good defense, play good offense, motion, and make shots. I don't have to have a dunk. But even today, have you noticed how some announcers just almost saw their britches when someone makes a hard dunk? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, you know, I mean, it's crazy. 
you know, it, I, just, I don't get it. I mean, I understand it's exciting, but come on, it was a dunk, all mm-hmm. right? You gotta, you gotta work the rest of this game. You know, keep your keep your clothes clean. But look, anyway, I, I, uh, look, I love I, a good dunk. I love seeing somebody get poster posterized, and I'm I'm not gonna lie about it. But but you don't. Like the, the the men's and women's game is different. You don't have to make them the same. You can love them both for different reasons. And and there's some great basketball being played right now in women's college basketball. That's exactly right. And I I can't tell you how many times Caitlin Clark and others, but particularly her, she would get a rebound or maybe someone else rebound and throw it to her real quick, and she would see down the court and she would throw a long pass in every single pass was right on the money. None of those passes got intercepted. None of those passes got overthrown. And it was just incredible to see. And again, there were others besides her. All throughout this tournament, there was excellent basketball players on the floor. And again, I, I, I love it. I love it for women's basketball, and I hope that it only continues. No doubt, Bootsy. I'm right there with you. Tomorrow, Next year, by the way, not only uh, first off, we we're going to have a great A State women's basketball squad to watch next year, and then you look at the national storyline. So many of these players that stepped up this year in March Madness are going to be back next year. I mean, we're going to have we're going to have Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese part two next season, along with so many other fantastic players. It's going to be probably the most highly anticipated basketball season in the history of women's basketball, in my opinion. And and by the way, Kim Mulkey, say what you want about her, but in my opinion. She's one of the best coaches, male or female. She's done it as a player. She's done it as an assistant. She's done it two or three times as a coach. She is among the best. She's got four rings now. She's done it at uh, multiple different places. I agree. Yep. Absolutely. Coaching coaching matters. Yeah. I mean, Pat Summit, you know, we all know what she did. But what has Tennessee done since Pat's been gone? I mean, did they, did they all of a sudden, they don't have any money all of a sudden? You know? I mean, what, what's changed? It's the coaching. Yeah. Pat Summit is the difference. Leon Barmore, when Louisiana Tech were, were winning national championships, he was their coach. What have they done since Leon Barmore's been off the scene? I could go on and on. Yeah. You have to have the Jimmy's and Joes and the Jans and Susies, but coaching still matters. Bootsy, we appreciate the phone call. Thank you. We'll see you. I like the Jans and Susies. I'm going to borrow that line. Because we everybody says Jimmy's and Joe's, right? The Jans and Susies, that's going to be worked into the conversation as well. Uh, quickly, before this music hits, what's going to, like, right now. We mentioned before the break there was an update uh, in terms of Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese. Caitlin Clark doing an interview just this afternoon, 20 minutes ago, on ESPN. And she said, quote, I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. No matter what way it goes, she should never be criticized for what she did. I compete. She competed. It was a super, super fun game. I think that's what's going to bring more people to our game. There you go. That sums it up. Put it it to bed and move on, guys. If only it worked that way. I know. If only people (laughs) would just move on from it. It, It's not. If anything, this will will just spark more conversation. No doubt. Your takeaway from this year's March Madness, your lasting lasting thoughts on it? Uh, Just the Cinderella's. The amount of upsets we saw on both sides, men and women. It was both sides were truly unpredictable, and and that's what I live for when it comes to March Madness.
Thanks for hanging out with us today, Alex. Yeah, yeah, see you tomorrow. Hey, we've got a lot to come in the second hour of the program, and I cannot believe I haven't even mentioned this yet. It's also going to include a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, so so much more in the second hour. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald, your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update, brought to you by Plans and Tire Service. No midweek baseball for the Red Wolves today. A state scheduled contest against fifth-ranked Arkansas in Fayetteville was canceled yesterday morning due to the threat of inclement weather today in northwest Arkansas. Both teams back in conference action Thursday through Saturday. The Red Wolves at home against Troy and the Hogs travel to Ole Miss to take on the reigning national champion Rebels. In the majors last night, a five-run second gave Atlanta more than enough to beat the Cardinals 8-4 at Bush Stadium in the first game of their three-game series. Paul Goldschmidt had his first homer of the year for the Cardinals. In tonight's matchup, it's Steven Matz pitching for the Cards against Atlanta's Dylan Dodd. First pitch at 645, pregame 550 on 95.9 The Wolf. The Memphis Redbirds open their home schedule in the International League this evening, hosting the Nashville Sounds at 645. And the Memphis Grizzlies play their final home game of the season tonight as they take on Portland, pregame at 630 here on the Ticket Radio Network. Bringing the best deal on tires for 60 years. That's Plants and Tire Service in Jonesboro, Pocahontas, and Kennan. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Riverside Public schools remind you that the school choice deadline is May 1st. Visit RiversideRebels.net to learn more about their one-to-one Chromebook initiative and how you can earn a free associate's degree through the READ program. Raise the bar with Riverside Public Schools. Get your ride knockout free again with TKO Mobile Detail. Cody at TKO Mobile Detail will come to you and he'll bring a clean that you haven't seen since your ride was brand new. There's no need to get out and fight the traffic. TKO Mobile Detail comes to you. TKO offers everything from a wash and rinse all the way up to a full inside-out detail. From motorcycles to big rigs, TKO will knock you out with how clean your ride will be. Call Cody at TKO for a free estimate. 870-284-2524. That's 870-284-2524. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust JT White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. JT White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites. JT White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. What is destined to become the premier cornhole tournament in the state of Arkansas is set for Saturday, April the 15th. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic at Halsey Thrasher Harpole Tailgate City, right outside of Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro, is approaching fast. The A-State Cornhole Classic will take place at 9 a.m. on April the 15th with the Pack Day A-State Football Spring Game presented by J-Town's Grill kicking off at 2.15. Enjoy the high-chink skid zone at Tailgate City and food trucks in the parking lot. Also, you can buy jerseys, helmets, and other new and used apparel.
apparel and items from all A-State sports during the huge A-State gear sale from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Centennial Bank Stadium. Get autographs from A-State football players on the field following the spring game. And then hang around or come back later for Movie Night, presented by Optimum at 5.30. The movie will be Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, shown on the big screen inside Centennial Bank Stadium. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic will start at 9 a.m. And the Pack Day A-State Spring Game, presented by J-Town's Grill, will kick off at 2.15. All at Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro on Saturday, April the 15th. To sign up for the A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic, go to astateredwolves.com and look for the Cornhole Classic logo. I spent a lot of time in the garage. KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon The Ticket Radio Network Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour 2 of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We've made it one hour through our Tuesday. This, this is this is Tuesday. All right. We're, we're still... T- okay. All right. All right. Kara Ritchie is still with you here, desperately in need of a calendar or a watch or just some help. Maybe an adult in my life to, to guide the way. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. But I uh, want to welcome in producer Ryan James good to, to the program. Here. Yep. Good to be here as always. All good today? I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. All, all things considered, not a bad day today. Okay. Let's... All across our fingers that uh, it will continue to be a good day for everybody in this area and, and across the state as well. There are mm-hmm. some some a uh, little bit of concern with some inclement weather, yeah. uh, potentially in a couple yeah. different places. So this is kind of a fingers crossed situation. Nothing that right now looks like it might be as scary as last right. week. Yeah. But hopefully not. Yeah, but let's just stay safe, y'all. Yeah, let's yeah. hope for the best. Hey, uh, coming up this hour at one thirty. We're going to check in with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll be with us in studio. Um, you know, thought we were going to give him a ring today, as originally would have been somewhere between Jonesboro and Fayetteville, getting ready for A-State and Arkansas at Ballmarker Stadium, but uh, that is clearly not to be. That game is not going to happen. It's been canceled, will not be made up. Uh, so the Red Wolves are going to return to action on Thursday. Uh, quickly, before we go to Zach on the phone, I uh, do want to throw out today's CavanaughCars.com question. We're asking you today, what's going to be your lasting memory of this year's March Madness? Is it something like UConn's dominance? Is it kind of how weird the Final Four was? Is it, is it how great the women's Final Four was? Again, you can weigh in with us on that. Or it could be something else entirely that I haven't even mentioned yet. Well, welcome in, Zach, to the conversation on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. Uh, you listening to uh, the morning show today? I listened on my way to work, so I just caught a couple minutes, and, and that was it. Well, I think Buddy's to pack up shop and go find himself uh, a town like Mayberry. Uh, he didn't think the women should be trash talkers. He think trash, I guess trash talkers should be limited to the men, but... I mean, come on. It's trash talk. You know what I mean? Here's here's kind of my take on, on trash talk and taunting and things like that and, and sportsmanship overall. Sportsmanship is for amateurs. Um, I don't want to see it at the high school level. I don't want to see it at, at – I want it at, at amateur level. I don't want to see it. 
college athletics is no longer an amateur product for the most part. Uh, just the right. sheer amount of money that's involved in, in men's basketball, women's basketball. I mean, Angel Reese makes bank. And then, of course, in football as well. So it doesn't really bother me when, when people are getting played to pay the game, um, taunt and talk their talk. I mean, Austin Reese just got through taunting Pat Beverly last week. I know. I loved that. It was awesome. Hit him with and the, the Caitlin, too small. Uh, name from Iowa? Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. She didn't make a big deal about it. She was fine with it. She didn't. It's not like Caitlin Clark shoved her back or or gave her the bird when she held up the ring finger. I mean, she just she took her crow and ate it because she was talking uh, the, the South Carolina in the previous round. Yeah, she talks. I mean, she talks her talk, and she got that talk talked back to her, and she took it like a champ. Yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. I really don't. I think it was totally blown out of proportion. The only issue, the only issue that I have with with Angel Reese at the end of the game in in the free throw, the like uh, where they were at the, the lineup for the free throw, I just felt yeah. like my my only criticism is not necessarily that that Reese decided to do that. It was just how shaking the officiating was, and so something like that probably would have been teed up earlier in the game for taunting, and then it slid right. at the end of the game. So so my only beef with the women's championship didn't necessarily have to do with who was involved. It was just how crap the officiating was from, from no, beginning yeah, to end, how, how inconsistent it was. Um, that's, that's, the, that's unfortunately going to be a big lasting memory. The, the women's championship was just, that was, that was, it was not good. Officiating was not good. No, no. I, I've heard complaints about that all last couple of days. <clears throat> sure have. But, uh, hey, uh, I know that Memphis' is last home game is tonight, correct? Yeah, home stretch. They got four left all day. I was told if the playoffs were to start right now, they'd be playing the Lakers first round. Well, so the issue right now is that they would – they got to do, like, the play-in thing, right? So Memphis yeah. is the two, so they have to wait and see how the play-in games unfold. i got to be honest with you. I would be neat the offense come back to this area and play Memphis – first round oh i think that'd be neat as well now there's something you know, to there's something to keep an eye out for um because again that's if the season ended today there's still a possibility that the lakers could play their way into the sixth seed and not have to go through that and then you would run the risk of having a first round golden state <clears throat> memphis grizzlies matchup and i don't think i like that you know something if anthony davis is healthy and lebron's healthy and the way the Rangers play him and with us not having stephen adams in the lineup you know a big man present mm-hmm that could be a scary matchup. It could be in in that case as well. Um, Adams is due to be reevaluated like any second now, but I haven't seen an update on that today, and I actually looked this morning. Yeah, I mean we don't got an answer for Anthony Davis. He's uh, you know, when healthy, he's one of the best big men in the league. Yeah, and he's had a couple of games um, over the past couple of weeks where he's shown it. I mean, some thirty-eight yeah. point performances and some epic rebounding performances. I mean, he's he's kind of He's kind of surging towards the finish like you need your best players to do. Yeah, yeah. That could be a scary matchup, though, Kara. I mean, the Lakers haven't looked good for the bulk of the year. But uh, if Anthony Davis is healthy and LeBron, you know, LeBron's LeBron. He's not the same LeBron he was, but still, he's – well, I'll say that. He's, he was averaging 30 points a game last year. I don't know what he's averaging this year, but uh, that could be a scary matchup. And not to mention the, the kind of the way Reeves has been playing as of late. I mean – It'd be fun to watch, but it'd also be, uh, you know, a uh, nail bite as well. Yeah, I think the Grizzlies are zero and two against 
the Lakers really? this season. I'm trying to no, oh. no, 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 no. They're uh, I, I knew I was looking over a game or two, but I think they're one and two. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, uh, John Morant's dad had almost had it out with Shannon Sharp, also uh, one of those meetings earlier <laughs> in the year. We could see so. Shannon Sharp's new array of cardigans. If those teams, oh my gosh. if those teams yeah. squared off in in the first round, mm-hmm. sure could. Anyways, well, guys, that's all I got. I'll talk to you later. Hey, I, we'll see way, you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the women's uh, the, the Iowa and uh, LSU. That, that that was that left more of an impression on me than the uh, the men's game. Okay, okay. Thank you for your answer. Yeah. We'll see. Yep. He leaves the phone lines open at nine three zero. I hung up on him as soon as he was saying goodbye. He leaves the phone lines open at nine three zero three seven seven six. Sorry, Zach. On the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, of course, Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. You got no contracts, no hidden fees, and then in addition to that, you get unlimited data, so you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Again, uh, what's going to be your lasting takeaway from this year's? NCAA tournament. Uh, let's stay here on the, the Grizzlies subject for just a moment because they are slated to begin the home stretch uh, tonight. They're going to be taking on Portland, and again, they'll close with the last three on the road, and it's New Orleans, Milwaukee, and Oklahoma City. Uh, so there are a couple of decent teams that they're going to be facing down the stretch. In fact, all three of those teams at the season into today would be in the playoffs. So for the Grizzlies, you still got to make sure and get another win or two somewhere in there. And uh, it needs to start tonight with Portland because it's the easiest game left on the schedule because, again, the Grizzlies are both at home and and Portland is not going to the postseason. Now, the Grizzlies are, I mean, it would take not quite divine intervention, but perfect play from Memphis and awful play from Denver for the Grizzlies to move their way up to the one seed because, of course, they're the three right now. But they do kind of continue to be a little bit worried about about the Kings. Now, that's a two-game cushion. But you certainly don't want to just have a late slide here at the end of the season with these tough games that are left on the schedule. I mean, you look at who Sacramento's got left. They've got some good teams as well. I mean, they've got three out of their last four on the road. And uh, they're all against either playoff teams or teams that are trying to get into the playoffs. you got New Orleans tonight and then Dallas, which, eh, uh, Golden State and then Denver. So both teams have a pretty good degree of difficulty here to close out this regular season. But, of course, you just also want to continue to, to win so you can go into the postseason on a good note. And we'll see if the Grizzlies are, are able to do that. Again, uh, I looked this morning and, and did not see a Stephen Adams update. I know this always makes for great radio while I sit here and type things into Google and you guys can hear the clicks and the whatever else in the background. But I did just want to look here and see if there had been any kind of update on Adams. Um, he, you know, he's slated to be reevaluated. I, honestly, I thought he was going to be reevaluated over the weekend, but either that did not happen or there was not anything positive to report. Of course, he is still dealing with that right knee PCL sprain. And certainly, this is a guy that the Grizzlies went back for the playoffs. They're just so much better with him. Sure, they they learned to win without him and replace his production in terms of rebounding without him, but you need you need this guy back. And again, I'm not seeing any kind of update, and I, I really thought that was going to be something that we were getting close to. 
So just multiple people a couple of days ago saying that Adams would have an MRI in a couple of days. So that feels like now, right? Surely there's something going on now. Uh, but uh, we'll just wait and see. Again, no news right now on Steven Adams. Would be great to see him get back on the court for a couple of games to close out the regular season. Just to get back in the swing of things, you know, uh, before this team heads to the playoffs. But again, the clock is very much ticking <laughs> on that because it's a game tonight, a game tomorrow. Then you got Friday and Sunday and that's it. Then we will have to wait and see how the play-in games unfold to see who the Grizzlies will face. But uh, but hey, we'll keep an eye out. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's step aside. Let's take one more break here. Come back, man. These viewership numbers for the women's game are absolutely insane. We'll continue to talk about our question today. We'll also get into a little Cardinal talk right after the break, and then at one thirty, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz will join us. So that is all on the way. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stoltz, and let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99 and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed. Wheel is celebrating with our Super Spring Savings event, where the entire month of April, we're knocking $150 off any set of tires. It's $150 in Super Spring Savings all month long at Local Tire and Wheel, where we're changing the way you buy your tires. With easy payment plans to fit every budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel realizes that most of us don't budget for tires, but when we need them, we need them. So get the tires you need today with easy payment options and six months same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay. Local Tire and Wheel now offers referral cash back. When current customers refer new customers to us, we'll give you $50 in referral cash on the spot. Plus, we salute all members of our military with 25% off every day. Local Tire and Wheel is taking $150 off any set of tires during our Super Spring Savings event. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Did you know that First National Bank has been serving Eastern Arkansas since 1886? For 135 years, we have been meeting the needs of Eastern Arkansas. It's not only that we know your name, those that have worked before us probably knew your great-grandparents' name. Banking definitely looked different then, but it is the same personal service that we pride ourselves in today. And as most banks have changed hands over time, we are still locally owned and operated. Consistency, stability, and community are what we are built on. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDI. 
Gassy. Witcher Auctions is holding one of their largest auctions ever on their permanent yard in Wynn, Arkansas, Thursday, April 13th. This two-ring auction will be live online in their new auction facility. Enjoy the auction in their climate-controlled auction theater. Preview and test drive equipment on site, then bid from the comfort of their new virtual auction theater. This auction will feature farm and heavy equipment trucks, trailers, tillage, and planting equipment, ATVs, Moore's power units, attachments, and so much more. Miscellaneous items like support equipment, shop equipment, building materials, salvage, and more will sell in ring two online only with lots beginning to close at 6 p.m. Bidding opens on all items Saturday, April 8th, and the live auction will begin at 9 a.m. on Thursday, April 13th. Using their new bidding platform is easy and join them in person. No buyer's premium for on-site bidders. The auction catalog is updated daily, so check in often at witcherauctions.com or stop by the auction yard at 2408 Highway 64 west of Wynn, Arkansas to preview items. In-person inspection of auction items is welcome and encouraged before bidding. Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303776. The number to call on the Ride Fiber Hotline. Uh, asking you to weigh in on today's KavanaughCars.com question. What is going to be hey, your lasting takeaway of this year's March Madness? And I mean that across the board. Is it UConn's dominance or is it kind of the weird Final Four? Uh, or was it how epic the women's Final Four was? You guys looking at our responses on Twitter. All of those three options kind of faring close to the same. Percentage is all the same there. It could be something else entirely, by the way, that we haven't even mentioned. But you can weigh in on social or on the phone. So that question is brought to you by KavanaughCars.com. A, a great place to buy a vehicle, duh. But it's also a fantastic place to head if you are looking to sell a vehicle. They make that process really easy for you. Um, again, just go to KavanaughCars.com. Right across the top of the page, you're going to see a banner that says, We Buy Cars. Click here now. And so that's what you do. And then you'll fill in just a little bit of information so they can reach out and contact you about that vehicle that you're trying to sell. And the next thing you know, you're going to be bringing them a vehicle and they're going to give you a check. So just such an easy process. Um you can always, obviously, look, you do you. If you want to go the social media route in terms of selling a vehicle, well, that is certainly your prerogative. But good luck dealing with the spammers and the scammers and the lowballers and everything else that's going to go along with that. Uh, just just take it to Kavanaugh. Again, KavanaughCars.com is going to be your best bet there. Uh, 9303776, again, the number to call to weigh in on that. Um, look, right now, when I think about my kind of lingering memories of, of this March, it's probably going to have a lot to do with the way that the women's tournament unfolded, especially that Final Four that we saw. 
just the storylines, the coaches, the players, the controversy at the end of it. Uh, just there's still so much more that we are still talking about two days later with this women's tournament than than we were about a men's game that that we watched last night. I don't necessarily have any great takeaways from the men's tournament, and and I'd say that I'm kind of downplaying that. Yes, it was it was awesome to see the mid-major representation in the Final Four with FAU and, and San Diego State. Um, it's really cool how UConn has kind of made everybody pay attention to them and the fact that they, they are a blue blood. They don't normally get mentioned in the same conversations as Duke and North Carolina and Kansas and Kentucky and some of those other programs, but clearly they deserve to. And they certainly made everybody stand up and take notice with their play and their dominance throughout this tournament. But, uh, again, that women's Final Four and women's championship was was pretty cool. One of the things that I like about the fact, one of the things I like about it is, is how many of you were watching it with me on Sunday. If you haven't seen the viewership numbers yet, 9.9 million viewers tuned in to watch the NCAA Women's National Championship. And if that just is like numbers on a page, um, basically... That number is more than, it was the most watched women's college basketball game ever. But more people watch that than watched the Sugar Bowl this year. Or the Orange Bowl. Or any of those Thursday night football games. There were just a uh, boatload, boatload of people who tuned in that. And they were rewarded with a good game and, and some great players. And again, next year you look at all the returners around women's college basketball and and. Somehow, somehow 23-24 should be even better than this year was. And that's really exciting to think about. Uh, speaking of better, Cardinals need to pitch a little bit better <laughs> tonight than they did last night. Ideally, if you're a Cardinal fan, you would like to see them keep the Braves in the ballpark, which was not what the birds did last night uh, there were three home runs hit by atlanta in the first two innings it was a 6-1 lead after two innings and although the cardinal offense did manage to come alive a teeny tiny bit which included a, a paul goldschmidt home run um, ultimately just atlanta just did too much too early for this one to ever be competitive between the two teams i mean you saw acuna go yard alleys go yard riley go yard and uh, so it just continues, you know, if you were if you were concerned about the Cardinal pitching, then you haven't really seen a lot in these first four games to alleviate those concerns. Jake Woodford, as best as I can recall, he had a pretty good spring, did he not? He turns around last night, four and a third innings, and gives up six runs all earned. Walked a couple three, gave up a couple three home runs. Uh, so that's concerning. Jordan Hicks, I don't. I don't know what's wrong. Something is wrong there, clearly. He has not had a good start to his season in in any way, shape, or form. I mean, the numbers are ugly. The appearances were rough. He, he has not fared well so far. In fact, he's made three appearances so far this young season, and he's given up runs in all of them. He's walked batters in all of them. What he has not done is is strike out a batter in all of them. So just not looking good right now for Jordan Hicks. And, and they've got to get that fixed. I mean, just whatever the issue is there, 
He's just considered to be or was at the beginning of the season such a key part of that bullpen. And that ERA is north of 13 right now. Now, of course, with it being such a small sample size, he goes out and has a couple of scoreless outings that that ERA will drop dramatically. But, just again, just not what you want to see to start. So, again, kind of the, the beginning of this Cardinal season so far, which, as always, is an overreaction to small sample sizes when you're talking about four or five games, is just how... How nice the offense looks and how not nice the pitching looks, which was the big concern at the beginning of the year. Now, to be fair, not everybody that the Cardinals face this year are going to have the offenses of Toronto and Atlanta. I mean, those were both teams that were expected to be pretty darn good um, at the plate, you know, at the beginning of the season. But still, you would the birds to at least be competitive, not out there serving up home run derby. Steven Matz on the bump tonight for the Birds. Dylan Dodd is who the Braves are going to counter with. So you got a battle of lefties coming up at 645 at Bush Stadium and also on 95.9 The Wolf. So I'm interested to see what, what Matz can do. Certainly as you just need. <laughs> I just want I just want some kind of significant positivity out of out of this rotation. Right now, not to say it's all been bad because that's not true and it's a little unfair. But get somebody out there to throw a quality start. I think there's just been one so far in the four games that have been pitched. So another one of those would be would be pretty nice. We'll cross our fingers, see if that happens. We'll also see if Nolan Gorman continues to bat 500 for the season. I'd be interested to know around baseball who has had a hotter start than Gorman has. Again, through four games, batting 500. A couple of homers. Six runs batted in. He's also drawn five walks so far, so that on-base percentage is sky high. That OPS is sky high. Actually, the OPS ranks second in all of baseball. So if you're if you're looking for positivity in the lineup, I mean, you've already got plenty of it, but then you can just add that to the list as well. Because when you talked about all the players expected to do big things this year for the Cardinals, I mean, of course, it focused on some of the main uh, the main suspects, right? Goldie and Arenado and what Wilson Contreras was going to do in the mix. And I, I don't, I, I did not give Nolan Gorman his due. Good for him for making everybody stand up and take notice. One more thing to, to mention and to take notice of. Wilson Contreras has been just a little bit better than advertised behind the dish. He's thrown out a couple runners so far, which, by the way, that's not super common this year because they expanded the size of those those bases and they tweaked how how um, pitchers could handle pickoff attempts. So there's been a very sky-high number of stolen base uh, attempts that have been successful this year compared to previous years. Contreras has thrown out a couple runners. There was a big concern there that the defense would be a big step down following the Yadier Molina era. And uh, so far, so good. He looks good in red. Uh, Let's step aside, though. Uh, When we come back, we'll have Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, with us in studio. So that is on the way, Dags. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-550. 55 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and I gotta be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Natoya, Evelyn and Bobby and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. What is destined to become the premier cornhole tournament in the state of Arkansas is set for Saturday, April the 15th. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic at Halsey Thrasher Harpole Tailgate City right outside of Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro is approaching fast. The A-State Cornhole Classic will take place at 9 a.m. on April the 15th with the Pack Day A-State Football Spring Game presented by J-Town's Grill kicking off at 2.15. Enjoy the high-chink skid zone at Tailgate City and food trucks in the parking lot. Also, you can buy jerseys, helmets, and other other new and used apparel and items from all A-State sports during the huge A-State gear sale from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Centennial Bank Stadium. Get autographs from A-State football players on the field following the spring game. And then hang around or come back later for Movie Night, presented by Optimum at 5.30. The movie will be Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, shown on the big screen inside Centennial Bank Stadium. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic will start at 9 a.m. And the Pack Day A-State spring game, presented by J-Town's Grill, will kick off at 2.15. All at Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro on Saturday, April the 15th. To sign up for the A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic, go to astateredwolves.com and look for the Cornhole Classic logo. I was on my second tour of combat duty when I got injured. After extensive rehab and learning how to use a wheelchair, I started looking for an apartment. But many units had steps and narrow doorways. I fought for freedom and thought I would be free to choose where I live. My husband and I are blessed with two young children. Recently, we thought we had found the perfect apartment online. But the listing said, no children. Our dream was to have a family. But now that we've found our dream home, we're being denied because we are a family. After the phone interview, we assumed the apartment was ours. But when we showed up, the manager was quick to say it's no longer available. These individuals all experience some form of housing discrimination. If it happens to you, know what to do. Be informed and aware of your rights. The only way to stop housing discrimination is to report it. Take action and visit hud.gov fairhousing. 
or call HUD's Housing Discrimination Hotline at 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still hanging out, but joined now actually in studio by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. I say actually like it's some big surprise, but you know. Yeah, why Why are you surprised about well, that? Well, I mean this time, about right at about this time yesterday, you were you were anticipating being on the road right about now. So I, w- so I was anticipating So it's a little bit of a different change of plans. Yeah, and you know. It's good to get some some action in the midweek as far as uh, getting back out there with the baseball team, but it's also good not to have to make an eight eight hour round trip. So I'm I'm good with that too. That's a that's another good option. I will just throw out my favorite movie quote of of all time. Uh huh. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, mm-hmm. sometimes it rains. Tonight Unfortunately, it did, yeah. or at least. <laughs> We anticipated it raining. I don't know how much rain they're actually going to get over there. Well, uh, I, I did look earlier. It, it when it's expected to be the heaviest, or when there's the highest chances, right at six o'clock. Okay. So I mean, it was, so they it was made game a good time. call. Yeah, they made a good call. Ultimately, um, we'll talk more baseball here and here in just a moment. Clearly, want to get your thoughts on the Texas State series, and then look ahead this, to this weekend at the Tom as well. But I do want to get your thoughts on on our question of the day today from okay. com. What's going to be your lasting? memory of March Madness your big takeaway was it UConn's dominance or the final four the women's final four even what what's going to be your lingering you know I think just the uh, just who the final four ended up being you know what uh, a nine seed two five seeds and a four and I think it just showed I guess parody is one word you could use but you know, I, I think that there are some some really good teams out there that hopefully going forward will get their due. Yeah. And look, I think they do a pretty good job with the net rankings, and it's a it's a formula that is uh, is taking into account every team in college basketball, and they're trying to rank these teams as to where they uh, where they rank against everybody else. And, look, FAU was a team that was, what, 16 in the net rankings, somewhere around there at the end of the year. Yeah. And somehow they ended up as a nine seed, which kind of still baffles me. And I think it baffles people even more when they see what FAU ended up doing. Yeah. And, you know, I think there is something to those net rankings and look I think we've talked about where the Sun Belt uh, is as far as the other group of five conferences and how this league has grown and I think when you look at the Sun Belt versus say a Conference USA the Sun Belt has definitely passed Conference USA Mm -hmm. and sports like football and baseball but you cannot deny what they just did yeah in basketball, and I'm not just talking about FAU being in the Final Four. I'm talking about what North Texas and UAB did, making the championship game of the NIT. And look, North Texas 
net ranking is 30. And somehow they got shut out of the tournament, which I think they showed that they belonged yeah. uh, in the NCAA tournament uh, with the way they performed. And you could say the same thing about UAB as well. But, you know, I, I think I'm not the only person out there that thinks a really good team from a mid-major that doesn't win their conference tournament, you know, a top two or three team in a good mid-major conference I'd rather see them than a ninth or tenth team from a Power Five conference, and I think we've seen enough times head to head where that really good mid-major team is going to beat that Power Five team. So I know that's a long answer to your question, but that is that is kind of what I think about when I look back on uh, on this year's tournament and just who ended up being in the Final Four this year and. Yes, UConn's dominance is the other thing I'm going to remember. <laughs> My God, they just they killed everybody. That was a really good, good team. Good and bad. Last night's game was not really that that entertaining, to be honest with you. It did get a little close, of course, there in the second half. With yeah, they made State kind of kind of making a run, but other than that, I was like, all right, let's just five minutes left. Let's play one shining moment and get this over with. <laughs> uh, switching topics um, over the weekend, Arkansas State able to go down to San Marcos and, and get their first Sun Belt Conference win of the season and taking one out of three there from Texas State. It was, it was. I selfishly wanted to see another win along the way, but sure. it was just a, it was a very competitive series from beginning to end. I think there's a couple of different ways you can look at it. Um, you know, you can look at it. We'll start with the positive. I thought we played really, really well against the defending conference champions, and at their place, you play three one-run games. Now, unfortunately, we dropped two of those games, and. Look, the biggest issue right now, I think, is the back end of the bullpen and trying to just have some healthy arms back there. And, and this team uh, has really been beat up as far as injuries in the bullpen in particular. Kevin Wiseman hasn't been able to go most of the season. He was the guy that was uh, penciled in as the closer. And then Tyler Jeans, who started in that Friday night role here in the last couple of weeks, has moved into that back end of the bullpen role, a role that he knows very well and one that he has had success with. And, look, it was a tailor-made situation for Tyler Jeans on Friday night, a game in which A-State led on four different occasions and uh, just unable to put him away, had Texas State down to their final strike a couple of times in that game in the ninth inning. And, you know, they tie it in the ninth, and to A-State's credit, they come back. They take the lead in the top of the tenth on a squeeze bunt. That was fun. And and then, uh, you know, Texas State's able to walk it off in the bottom of the tenth. And, yeah, it it would have been really nice to have a Tyler Jeans or a Kevin Wiseman in that situation. We don't talk about Austin Capella, yeah. who just had surgery this past week. So he's out for the rest of the year. But he was a guy that started – in the weekend rotation mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. So, yeah, they've been really hampered by injuries, but uh, hopefully we can get Tyler Jeans back this week. And then I, I will say one of the big bright spots of the weekend, there, there were a couple. Kyler Carmack continues to be a bright spot every single weekend. This uh, redshirt freshman uh, out of Cabot has been phenomenal. He's a special talent on the mound, and he got the win uh, going six and a third on Saturday. But in that Saturday game, to see a guy like Jacob Conover, who hasn't really been in that that closing type situation before, uh, at least this season with the Red Wolves, he comes in and after Texas State had cut it to one in the seventh inning, 
pitches, two scoreless innings out of the pen. And I thought that was uh, that was a really neat moment that he was able to close that one out. It does not get any easier this weekend because it never does in the Sun Belt. It uh, won't. Yeah, it won't for the rest of the year. But at least it is in Jonesboro. The Red Wolves welcoming in Troy for a three-game set reminder. Uh, as much to me as to you guys, this is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. series. But uh, what are the Trojans going to be bringing to town this weekend? Well, I mean, they're always extremely competitive, and they uh, I know they dropped two out of three over the weekend, uh, a good Southern Miss team. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how we can build on what I thought overall was was a pretty good week last week. I mean, you factor in the, the win over UCA, you go two and two on the road. And, again, the two losses were by one run. I was talking with Tommy Raffo on the air, but even more off the air, uh, on Sunday after the, the last game at Texas State, he said, look, we played at a level that we haven't played at so far this season. So we've got to stay there, but he liked what he saw there. So to be competitive against a, a team like a, a Troy, uh, uh, you've got to play at that same level, and hopefully, hopefully they can do that this weekend. Again, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, and look, the Sun Belt, and and Sun Belt did that, um, I, I think, what, no, six, Easter, seven years ago. Yeah, it's Easter weekend. That great idea. I think it was, what, Coach Coach Robichaux that was yeah, originally late, kind of the driving advocate advocate for that? Tony Robichaux, uh, you know, he, he really was the driving force for that and was very outspoken. And um, I, I thought that was a great move. I think most conferences around the country have done the same thing now, but uh, glad we don't play on Easter Sunday. We shouldn't be playing on Easter Sunday. So Thursday at six, Friday at six, Saturday at one, and hopefully uh, we can win a series. Yeah. Great idea. I am just, you like that idea? I I do. Uh, Both winning the series and the fact that it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm just a creature of habit. So undoubtedly over the next few days, I'm going to lie a couple of times to tell everybody that the series starts on, on Friday. Don't do it. I know. I'll remind you. I'm going to try my, try my darndest uh, not to do it. Uh, podcast that dropped today. That dropped today. I saw the it dropped uh, the clip that you guys have already tweeted out with Coach Caustic. How was that conversation? You know, we uh, uh, we talked about the success of his program and kind of gave him a chance to uh, and encouraged him to brag on some of the yeah. things that that his program has been able to accomplish. And you know, he's been here since the uh, 2009 2010 season. He's been to the tournament every single year. 15 straight trips now for the bowling team to the NCAA tournament. They're getting ready to go to the regionals later this week and. Uh, hopefully uh, they'll head to Vegas for the finals after that. But uh, this is uh, this is a good stretch for him. We talked we talked about bowling, but we also you know we we got into some fun stuff too about bowling's place and pop culture yeah. and and things like that and and uh, yeah, had some fun. But uh, obviously the success of the bowling program is uh pretty amazing when, when you look at what they've done over a 15 year stretch now and sooner or later you got to think and he even made the comparison to uh, like a gonzaga yeah you know they're right there on the cusp every single year but they haven't done it yet so hopefully uh we're the Gonzaga of bowling no more after this tournament. We can we can finally win one. You mentioned bowling's place in, in pop culture. Was there a big Lebowski reference? At any there was. Time? I brought all up, right, all right, I'm I brought I'm up uh, whether he, um, you know, I asked him, better bowling movie, the big Lebowski or Kingpin. Okay. And uh, 
He said Kingpin. I, I'd go with the Big Lebowski. I'm a huge fan of the dude. And the Jesus, too. When he said that, did you say, well, that's just like your opinion, man? (laughs) That's right. Because you should have. Well, that's just like your opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, the dude abides. (laughs) Uh, Again, that's going to be. Said you're out of your element, Donnie. Yeah. Market 8, dude. Uh, that's going to be available wherever you get your podcast. There's only so many more quotes we could throw out from there's, that movie. There's it's a lot of okay. good ones. Uh, but, uh, but, again, that's available wherever you Tied get your podcast. Tie the room together. <laughs> April 7th is when A-State Bowling will uh, start in that, that semifinal regional in Rochester is where they're at this weekend. That's right. So we'll be keeping tabs on that, undoubtedly. Thanks for hanging out. I always enjoy it. It's fun. I'm looking forward to going out to football practice today. You know, I was uh, I was at the scrimmage Saturday, and not to look too forward, too much forward ahead. I'm really looking forward to the spring game. I mean, we've got the I know everything that's going to be going on with Pack Day. Have you got a a cornhole team together yet? <laughs> I do not uh, have a cornhole team together, but I should. I, I think I think we should get a team together here at EAB. Ryan, how how? Is your cornhole game? Are you are you are you good? Are you great? I think I'm. I think I'm not too shabby. Okay. We were at. And you know, Ryan's a humble guy, so that probably means he's <laughs> really good at cornhole. Bringing in a ringer at Clayton Homes. We had a remote there with Brandon Baxter a couple a couple months back, and they had cornhole out there for all the all the people that came and shopped there. I was like, well, I've I've got to play a game and stuff, and I will say that I beat Brandon. In every single game. There you go. Of course you did. There you go. He'll tell you a different story, but that is the truth. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. All right. Well, Stoltz, we'll uh, we'll let you go so you can go find that that cornhole partner. I know that's now the top thing on your priorities. That's right. I'm going to do that right now. Thanks for hanging out. We've got uh, one more break to take, so we'll do that. And then we will come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Riverside Public Schools reminds you that the school choice deadline is May 1st. Visit RiversideRebels.net to learn more about their one-to-one Chromebook initiative and how you can earn a free associate's degree through the READ program. Raise the bar with Riverside Public Schools. Hey, John G. for George Gale Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. Get some saucy sweet heat with Honey Hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne. Or the tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold. A zesty, rich southern sauce with a subtle kick. Delicious additions to the House Wing Flavors lineup. Try them with a meal or grab them with your next catering order of party trays for the ultimate win. Only at Slim Chickens.
Visiting with A-State head bowling coach Justin Kostick about the popularity of bowling. The one thing I would tell you about bowling that people don't understand, most people would not believe you if you told people this. In 1976, who made more money? Reggie Jackson or Earl Anthony? And Reggie Jackson was the highest paid baseball player in the world. And Earl Anthony made more money than he did. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Imani wouldn't be here if it wasn't for St. Jude. Everything was perfect until that day when she was five weeks old. That's when, you know, every parent's worst nightmare kind of came into fruition. So there was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor, but St. Jude Children's Research Hospital gave us the ultimate gift in this world, which was hope restored. When, you know, me and my wife were here, there was not a single other care in the world except for Imani. St. Jude made that happen. And she's tumor-free now. She's growing. She's just a, just a happy child. The second we arrived here, we had food, housing, transportation, treatment, you name it. It was taken care of by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To the people who donate to St. Jude, you know, I just want them to know that I don't think anyone in this world or anything in this world has given me a greater gift. We came as two desperate parents, and they saved our daughter's life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. I'm working in a job that I love. Because I was given a chance. To show that my disability is only one part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Red Wolf Mark has been waiting ever so patiently on the Right Fiber Hotline, so let's get right to it. What are you doing? Hey, I'm good at I'm good at the bing bag, cornhole tournament. Okay, are you gonna are you gonna sign up with the team for Pack Day? Hey, if somebody wants me to, I'll sign up with you, Kara. You and uh, you and Ryan and I are partners. We we came to this yeah. decision during the break, so so that's kind yeah, of that's it, it, that's the direction we're going. So unfortunately, it's only a two person team. So so, yeah. but anybody is Max, Max Stokes got a partner? You know what? I don't know. I'll tell him he needs to reach out to you. Tell him to reach out to me, Max okay. Stokes. You need to reach out to me, buddy. Absolutely, Matt Stokes. Uh, you get on that. Yeah, I'm gonna give Max Stokes my number eight seven zero three four zero eight seven. And I'll be his partner. Okay, well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we got that all squared away. Yep, and we, we're we're gonna beat somebody. So, uh, well, I, I I hope so. I hope you don't go over. Uh. Uh-uh. 
Yeah, I, I, I can I can throw them beanbags right into that hole. Yeah. All right. Anything else going on with you today, Red Wolf Mark? Did we lose Red Wolf Mark? Hmm. Like I've touched I've touched none of the buttons on the phone. Ryan's sitting over there and not touched any of the buttons on the phone. I think we lost I think we lost Red Wolf Mark. We'll see if we can get him in touch with Matt Stokes and see if they can get a cornhole team together. I'm I, look. I'm I'm legit excited about about Pack Day. Obviously, you know you got the football thing, and, and then clearly we've talked about the food trucks like 87 times now. But I'm also really excited for the gear sale that they're going to have. Um, it's been I don't know how long it's been since A State did the last like garage sale, gear sale, or, or whatever. But I know they did. You know they did a big one. What like five or six years ago maybe maybe it was longer than that I don't know I don't I don't even know what day it is right now let alone like how many years ago A-State did that but I can tell you that it was like there were so many people out there like there was a line around the block practically when that thing began but I finally got in and I was just kind of going through the old jerseys and things like that and there was somebody standing I guess off to the side of me and I don't they were clearly looking for a particular number so they were just like kind of throwing jerseys all over the place. So basically, I had a Ryan Carruthers 98 jersey just land right in front of me. Like I didn't have to look for it. I didn't have to go digging through the gear. It just It's like it magically appeared. And I absolutely took that home with me. So I want to see, see what I can get what I can get this year. Excited. Excited for that. There's so much coming up. Of course... Uh, We've got uh, the Masters coming up this week. Tradition unlike any other. Which for me, I just, I know you guys are actually into the golf part of it. I just like looking at the menu prices. Now, clearly, it's going to cost you a not insignificant amount to get into (laughs) the Masters and to stay in Augusta and this, that, and the other. But once you're actually at the Masters, if you haven't looked at those menu prices yet, man, take a peek. I don't know if there's anywhere else on the planet right now you could buy a sandwich for a buck fifty, but that gets you either an egg salad sandwich or a pimento cheese sandwich. Of course, they've got classics like ham and cheese and chicken salad and things like that. A club you can get a club sandwich for three bucks. I don't think I can buy this stuff to make a club sandwich at the store for three dollars. They got breakfast items. They got bevies. You can get. An actual import beer at the Masters for $5. You get an import beer at a baseball stadium that, what is that, like 14 bucks? Now, yes, you have to, you know, actually get into the Masters first. But once you get there, pretty good stuff. Last night, uh, again, uh, of course, the end of the men's basketball season. But it was also... The end of an era for broadcaster Jim Nance. Uh, now, he's not done done with broadcasting at all. I've got the Masters coming up, but um, he has left CBS's coverage of March Madness after more than three decades on the mic. And, of course, he started the night uh, with Hello Friends, as always. But at the end of the night, got a little emotional as he signed off and said, quote, Thank you for being my friend. End quote. 
Callie, I'm getting choked up just reading these words off the page. But uh, old familiar voice there at the NCAA tournament is uh, one that we're not going to hear on those broadcasts anymore. And it certainly got, got a lot of people in their feelings. But a good way to end it there. Uh, that's a wrap for us today on the Workday Red Zone. A big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who joined us in studio just a few minutes ago. If you missed that chat, we'll have it up up later for you <laughs> online at 953thetickets.com. Hey, in the meantime, why don't you keep it right here? We've got the Dan Patrick Show on the way for you next, followed by the drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row at 7 RWRC Radio at 10. And then we'll be back tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. For Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk with everybody again tomorrow. Have a great, great day. Sweet baby, I need fresh blood.